This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I assumed it, this is inevitable, I guess, with all the policing challenges that we've had in Surrey. But after years of sharing police detachments with their neighboring city, the township of Langley recently announced they want their own RCMP detachment. Now, keep in mind, Langley Township does have about 150,000 residents, and it's about 316 square kilometers. So when it comes to uh, size, it's a big community and growing very quickly. Now, compare that to the city of Langley, roughly about 29,000 residents, and roughly about the size of 10 square kilometers. I was actually in Langley City uh, this past week, and it is a smaller community, that's for sure. Now, the two municipalities entered a cost-sharing agreement back in 1993, uh, but of course, uh, the new mayor of Langley Township, Eric Woodward, uh, says things have changed. Of course, the community keeps growing. He spoke to our Jill Bennett earlier today. Take a listen to his comments. Yeah, the township is five times the population and 30 times the geographic size of the City of Langley. So we face a number of different challenges that, uh, you know, City of Langley doesn't. And we need to see, you know, greater policing resources throughout our community from Alder Grove to Brookswood to Walnut Grove and in our rural areas. And, you know, focused on property crime and other issues that we would want them to focus on. And and uh, a lot of those resources are in the City of Langley. We're, we're dealing with rapid growth uh, far beyond the city. And, you know, by 2040, uh, we'll be at about 220,000 and they'll be at about 40,000. So we're very different municipalities growing at very different rates and feel that this is a direction that we need to go for the long-term future of our community. That is Eric Woodward, uh, the mayor of the township of Langley. He spoke to our Jill Bennett a few hours ago. Well, joining me now is Cash Sheed, former West Vancouver Police Chief uh, and also former BC Solicitor General and currently a Richmond City Councillor. Cash, thank you for joining us. Good afternoon, Jazz. So, uh, as I said, uh, perhaps this was inevitable with the never-ending soap opera that is uh, Surrey policing. Maybe this is where we've come to that every uh, mayor is now looking around going, what about us? So, first of all, your thoughts on this in regards to Mr. Woodward's uh, comments. Uh, do you think this is viable? No, I don't think it is at all. Matter of fact, I think it's going backwards. I think it balkanizes our services more than ever. But he indicates something that's very important. Uh, With the growth of population in regions here in British Columbia, we have to look and discuss the structure of policing in the province. We have to look at a new funding model because... What we're finding now from local governments, and we've heard it from other governments, uh, levels of governments previously, is now they're getting involved in the discussion of policing rather than just saying it's someone else's problem. So I draw the positive out of that. The problem, and we face this here in British Columbia when we had the dispute on in the capital region with Esquimalt wanting to get away from Vic PD, the problem, from my opinion, and being the SG at that time, was these initial contracts that were set up on a percentage basis versus a service level basis. So when we have expanding regions, we've got to look at the service level that's required for each of those. So the Township of Langley does have an argument of increased service levels. 
compared to the city of Langley. But at the same time, if you balkanize the process more rather than amalgamating services, at the end of the day, it's going to cost the taxpayer a lot more. We spend $2 billion in the province right now on policing. Hmm. Now, I mean, in this case, when you look at it, one would argue, look, if this is an issue, why don't these communities just amalgamate? Do we really need two Langleys? I guess that there's a political answer to this as well, is there not? Well, unfortunately, uh, a lot of this is uh, the political answer, and I think we've got to go with the realistic answer. When you look at what's occurring in the North Shore, and it has been for several years, we have the City of North Van, the District North Van, and the First Nations being serviced by one amalgamated RCMP agency, and it seems to work well for that particular area. I think rather than throwing away with uh, what we have right now, given the fact that we are going to move forward, hopefully in the near future, on police reforms in the province of British Columbia. Don't do something that's going to bring us back and it's going to cost the taxpayer more money, and it's going to confuse the matter of of balkanization, using that term again, rather than amalgamation. Mm. Now, let's uh, let's touch on Surrey just for a second. Uh, this has not uh, ended. Uh, it is still an ongoing issue. Um, you know, Brenda Locke and her council are probably going to be looking at the report, discuss it, analyze it, come back with some sort of response. Now, $150,000 has been put on the table. Uh, provincial taxpayer dollars to help Surrey get through this transition, which has irked a lot of t- uh, uh, listeners of this show. Well, wait a minute. That was Surrey's problem. Why has it become my problem when it comes to my tax dollars? Do you still see SPS sticking around, or do you see this turning into an even bigger and more deeper uh, 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 fight with the provincial government? Well, I'm not sure how uh, large or deeper this can go, given the chaotic situation we have in Surrey right now. But I think the government, in my opinion, has made the right decision here, strongly recommending that they transition to it. you got to remember, that will be the largest municipality in all of British Columbia in the very near future. And I think if we can bring that down to some local governance, local accountability around policing, I think we're going to be able to perpetuate us implementing police reform in the region. You you and I have talked many times over the last three decades, Jazz, about what needs to be done, and we need to have those uh, highly densely populated areas serviced by one unified police service, such as Metro Vancouver, the capital region in Victoria, and of course the central Okanagan interior. And I think we can look at phasing in a provincial police service to serve the rest of British Columbia. We need to bring that back to where it makes sense, to where that accountability on the taxpayer dollar could be here in the province of British Columbia. So we don't have the disputes similar to what's taking place in the township and city of Langley. Uh, what makes you think this region will amalgamate just because Surrey decides to go with SPS? And the reason I say that, I know uh, many years ago, my reporting days, I remember Malcolm Brody, uh, quite annoyed at the RCMP, you know, uh, saber-rattling that they were going to go with their own uh, municipal police force. I think the cost was too high. Burnaby is still a major municipality. Richmond is the fourth largest municipality in the Lower Mainland. And I think in this province, uh, Burnaby would be the third largest. Uh, so th- there's two m- big RCMB detachments there, never mind the North Shore as well. What would convince those communities? Because that, my argument would be they just come back and say, hey, wait a minute, we got our financial house in order. 
things are working, we're a safe community, why the heck do we want to open up a can of worms with a municipal police force? Well, policing right now is not uh, serving the needs of the people in all of BC. And, you know, we but, look but hang at on, the hang on, Cash, we but, look at but the if tax. you're in Richmond, if you're in Richmond, Malcolm Bordy's going, it looks pretty good over here, Cash, and I'm sure in Burnaby they're going to say, it looks pretty good over here as well. We've got money in the bank. Uh, no thanks. I don't really worry about what's happening in Kelowna or what's happening in Dawson Creek, or for that matter, what's happening in Surrey. I'm worried about my home. So my question is, how do you convince these mayors, who I, I, would, argue, I would argue, they'd say, wait a minute, we don't need any of that. It's ebb and flow. And I'll tell you right now, the highest cost for Richmond taxpayers is policing right now. And it's just going to go up. When you look at some of the impacts that are coming down the pipe to deal with policing, whether it's from a, uh, a singular point of view or a regional point of view, those tax uh, it's born on the taxpayer here, those expenses. So I mentioned early $2 billion in the province of British Columbia spent on policing. There's only one taxpayer here in British Columbia. And I can tell you one thing, Jazz, you and I talked about this before. We have never had the Auditor General look at how we spend that $2 billion in the province of British Columbia. We have to do what makes sense for the taxpayer. And this balkanized uh, uh, approach to policing in areas where crime does not stay in one particular area, it gravitates all across. CFSU Mm -hmm. just mentioned that they've got a province-wide mandate to deal with the gang violence that is taking place, the the gun culture that's taking place all over the province. We need to think in larger uh, areas to deal with these problems versus our our uh, singular approach to it because it's going to become very, very costly to the taxpayer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm curious, what makes you think of Brad West, who's uh, who's going to listen to listen to you and say, "Wait a minute, here, uh, I've got a quiet." a uh, small community here. What's going to happen is if I buy into this regional policing, it's going to take my tax dollars, my community's tax dollars, and it's all going to end up in Surrey to deal with a growing community, some of the challenges that you just addressed, or Vancouver, uh, or growing, fast-growing communities like Langley. And I mean, they, they, every community's going to have its challenges, but the smaller communities are going to say, wait a minute, or even Surrey saying, wait a minute, all our resources is going to all gonna end up in downtown, the downtown east side deal with their issues. We're actually going to lose policing. How do you bring everybody along when every mayor is going to go, wait a minute, I'm going to pay in do it, and most of those resources are going to be focused upon Vancouver, Surrey, or other faster-going communities. Well, that is some of the falsehood that's out there when we talk about amalgamation of services, and if you recall when we held the forum in the Morris Watts Centre about 20-some-odd years ago, we had, and we joked about the croaking frog call from Delta, where in fact that was part of it. They had the uh, resources to actually respond to that. What happens now, and you know, I've called for just not as uh, uh, patching over, I've called for structural changing to policing. And, you know, when you look at what Mayor Woodward's calling for, he wants service levels to be at a specific point in his uh, growing uh, community in Langley. And that's the important thing. When we set this structure in place, when we set the governance in place, it's all based on a service model. And that's what really irks me about Surrey. Surrey never did come out and say, let's build a service model that's going to serve the people that live, work, and play in Surrey. They came in with trying to replicate what they have right now with a different colored uniform. That is the route to failure. Cash, I'm curious, uh, 
the Toronto, uh, the police force either in Toronto or Edmonton, for the city itself or Edmonton, whatever it may be, do they do it well? Or like, there must be some challenges there for a large police force, for, for a large community, large city. There's got to be challenges with one force in these big cities. Well, there are challenges for any model of policing that you look at right now, but we have to ask ourselves, why are we the only uh, urban centre in Canada where we don't have a unified police service serving an area where people work in a different community, play in a different community, and live in a different community, and we have a different model of policing, a different style of policing for those people that transition those three particular ways of dealing with life. Um, the NDP are still, you know, hesitant in dealing with uh, Surrey uh, and the policing situation there. They have to deal with it. It's forced upon them. Uh, but they're, you know, they're treading lightly. There are political, um, you know, there are political ramifications if they do this poorly, uh, as we all know. Uh, even if this does go to the Surrey Police Service, it, what I sense, I mean, I don't think the NDP have the, um, at this point, the will or don't I don't think it's a priority for them to move towards a citywide police force. This may be 10 years down the road. It doesn't look like at this point it's something they want. It's not a fight that they want. They're, they got other pressing issues around housing, affordability, many other issues that the citywide police force or regional police force isn't a priority at this moment for them. All levels of government have priorities, and that's just the way uh, the political environment is right now. I don't see that changing whatsoever. But when you're talking about protective services and community safety, you've got to keep this at the high end of your to-do list here. I believe that the timeline they are giving is a political timeline. When I talk to experts in the area, academics, people that I've worked with in the past, and people that are practitioners in policing at the leadership level right now, the realistic expectation, if you wanted to phase in a regional police service, eventually getting to a large provincial police service for all the province, the realistic timeline is two to three years. At the outset, three years. It can be done because, remember, we're not creating a new entity per se. We're amalgamating the resources that are already in place. And when you look at what we have right now, we already have the uh, wide area radio system in place, which is provincial. We have the ECOM dispatch, which is provincial. We have CFSEU which is provincial. We have transit, which is regional. We even got the RMS system, the Prime BC, which is provincial. So all of these uh, structures required for the amalgamation of services, they're already in place. We haven't had the luxury of having that before. So that's going to reduce a significant amount of time required to amalgamate the services. Cash, thank you for your time today. Pleasure, Jeff.